Welcome back to Archetype Aperture. I have been on hiatus for a minute, and I'm still kind of hiatusing, but I wanted to talk about a something, uh, a new development that happened. Uh, I was forced to take out a line of credit because, you know, a lot of the gear that we use in the photography, the audio, the videography world is obviously it's not cheap. And unless you're saving for these things or unless you're an actively, you know, you're working a, a working professional and you're ma and you're making good money and uh, you really have to be creative as far as how are, how am I going to get all the gear that I need for the work that I need to do. And this is not an ad. <clears throat> excuse me. This is not an ad, but lens rentals is one of the rental houses are one of the best ways that you can try out new gear, see if you like it. Um, you know, these type of things, but I didn't go that route this time. <clears throat> Sorry. I've been drinking coffee. I apologize for the throat clears. I, um, I actually opened a line of credit with Sweetwater. They have a, a in-house credit card, uh, as, of sorts, I guess. It's just Synchrony Bank. They basically, <clears throat> they'll get you set up for what you need. And they have a really low interest rate. And I believe it's like, I, I, I want to say it's like, the. I, I think I set mine up for 24 months, same as cash. B basically, no interest until it, it, the time is up and all that good stuff. So my payments for what I bought are only like 24, I think, dollars a month. It might be closer to like $40 a month. But either way, it's definitely a feasible thing. So <clears throat> as you know, or if you don't know, I, um, I had to get rid of the Rodecaster Pro version 1 and some of the microphones and other things like that. Uh, so I didn't, I, I had to figure out what am I going to do? I have a, a podcast that I professionally produce for a friend of mine and, you know, they were really looking to get into the studio and well, it wasn't much of a studio. It was just a fancy garage at that point, but I, I made some things happen. I pulled some strings and I got my, my, uh, Sweetwater credit card and I went ahead and ordered the Roadcaster Pro 2. And I wanted to talk about some of the, and I've only used it one time. I've only used it the once. Uh, we literally, they were the maiden voyage of that, of that podcast recording equipment. Um, and that was two days ago we did that and everything worked great. It sounded wonderful. Uh, the, the, the stock settings that it comes with, you know, it, it's really optimized properly. It sounds great. Now I did just do an update, so we'll see. I've, I'm on a forum that I follow a lot of other creators that are in this forum. And one of the things that keeps coming up in this forum is that when you do the update, for some reason, all the sound adjustments that are the stock standard sound adjustments that it comes with, uh, for, I don't know why, but it, it shoots them out and it doesn't sound as good. So we'll, we're going to see, I just did the update yesterday over Wi-Fi. I did not do it via the landline or anything like that. Uh, and it worked, it was pretty quick, but I haven't used it again since. So we're going to see how well it works. 
now with the updates and everything like that. Now, one of the main things that I wanted to point out is that there, the versatility of this machine, if you are a podcaster or you're someone that's looking to get into podcasting or just any kind of sound engineering, if you're a musician, this is a great tool for you. Um, and it's an all-encompassing tool. You don't need to have... Uh, there's no need for a DAW, a, a digital audio workspace. There's no need for that. It, you can record everything directly into the machine, and it can also be used as an interface. Now, the way I used it was I used it in conjunction with my um, Ecamm Live program that I use for when we, when we live stream. And I used it as the audio source, so it, it was basically an interface so that I could plug in the microphones and they would have a power source. And then it would go, I have a line going directly into my computer. And that's basically, that's how I got the audio on that recording. And again, with Ecamm Live, you can live stream and record, or you can simply just choose to record the video and audio together so that you can edit it and upload it at a, at a separate date. Um, it is a fantastic tool. I want to get into that. But again, I know this sounds like an ad. It's really not an ad for lens rentals or rental houses or Ecamm Live or Roadcaster Pros. It's just not. These are the these are my suggestions to you. I always, anytime anybody comes to me and says, I want to start a podcast, I tell them, please don't waste your money. Don't waste time. Don't waste uh, all the effort that you might put into it trying other devices. Now, yes, there are other comparable de devices out there. There's the, the uh, Zoom P8. Uh, it's a great little recording interface uh, similar to the Rodecaster Pro. Um, I believe that Tascam also has the mix. I can't remember what it's called exactly, but it's, the, oh, the Mixcast. It's very similar to the Rodecaster Pro. And all of these things, uh, they work great. But I would suggest, again, go with something like an interface recording device some similar to the Rodecaster Pro. Uh, some of these things are a little bit cheaper, but you know, they cost less. I, I don't mean that they're cheaper, cheap, cheaply made or what have you, but they just cost less. And it might actually be because they're made of plastic and all these things. Now the new Rodecaster Pro is, is it's smaller. It's more compact, but there's a lot more that you can do with it. It's almost like a, I, I, I want to re relate it to a Android phone there's so much customizable customizable things you know so many things that you can customize on the on a, on a uh, android phone and and it just the same as with the Rodecaster Pro and I don't use an android phone I'm, I'm strictly apple but that's just my choice again not an ad for apple um, I'm not an apple snob <laughs> use whatever you like uh but here's like I said, there's a, gr a couple of great things you can use. There's sound pads that are pre-programmed. And before on the Rodecaster Pro version 1, 
you kind of had to go into a menu and you had to flip around to see what the sound pads actually were, unless you had a piece of paper that you could put over and around the sound pads that you could like label them as to what they were. Well, now you can go and look on your screen on, there's an LCD screen and you can look right on that LCD screen and you can see what the, the, the pre-programmed sound pads are and all that good stuff. And there's multiple, uh, pages of different sound uh, sound pads and sound what do you want to call it sound effects as well as like vocal effects on there not too many vocal effects but there's enough again will i use them probably not will i use the sound uh, the vocal sound effects probably not um but i can't say never you know, never say never because you just don't know. It might you you might have an uh, an idea for something creative that you might want to use those type of things. Who knows? I know as far as my podcasts go, I'll probably never use them. Now, it has all the features of the the version one, but again, you've got so much more customizable options on this on this new Rodecaster Pro, but. Um, one of the very, and this is just one thing I, and I've only, again, I've only used it the one time I haven't really tried to, to really get into it and, and get involved in the machine, but there's just so much to, because there's so much you can do and I don't have a full day to just sit down and play with this thing. But one of the things that I don't really, I, I miss about the, the version one that I wish they would have gone with on the version two and this is something that most people would think is very, very small and insignificant, and I should probably just shut up and just deal with it. But on the version one, you had everything in the back, all your mic inputs and your headphone inputs were all in the back for the people that were actually doing the podcast. Now, if you're setting it up as a producer, someone who's just operating but not performing in the podcast or the thing that's being recorded... Um, as a producer, there was a, on the version one, there was a headphone input or output on the, on the front side of the Rodecaster Pro. Now, the new version does not have that. It only has the four headphones that cor correspond with the mic inputs. Now, there is a monitor out. And I'm going to play with that. I have a, which it sucks that I have to use this thing, but I have like a headphone splitter for when we were using the Zoom H6. It only has one headphone output. So I had to use a headphone splitter, a powered headphone splitter, uh, basically like a headphone splitter with a preamp built into it. So it sounded great, but I had to plug into that to the one headphone output and then it would go into the, the splitter and then I could use it for four headphones. Now, as a being that I'm producing these podcasts, these people don't have to use headphones. So when that, you know, when we recorded this podcast, I just used one of the regular headphone jacks and I, I would monitor the, the sound from where I was sitting and, and everything sounded great. They didn't, I did, they just don't have to wear headphones and, you know, it, it looks better on a, a video basically. So that was great. But it's just one of the little things that I've noticed thus far about the new Rodecaster Pro 2. Now, again, I'm not nitpicking, and I'm sure I'm going to find a million other things that I think are great that will just kind of delineate that whole headphone jack thing. But, you know, 
And it's just one of those things. It seems to me that they have taken a lot of the comments and a lot of the things that people have requested over the years in the Roadcaster Pro 1, and they've tried to pile it all into this Roadcaster Pro 2, which is, you know, I get it. I understand it. And I'm sure there's going to be a version 3 coming. But we're talking about, I think, the Roadcaster Pro 1. It's been on the market for what? almost 10 years. So we're not looking for a version, a version three for at least another 10 years. Uh, Road knows what they're doing. And I believe that this is a great device for people to use um, moving forward. And the, the, the sky is the limit with the, with this thing. Again, they update, the updates are coming very regularly and it opens up more capability for the machine. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to Sweetwater Sound. They, again, they, this is not an ad at all, I'm not affiliated with them at all, but they're just great. You know, I, I've, I've bought equipment from many different places, Adorama, uh, B&H, Amazon, of course, you know, I try not to buy anything electronic gear that I'm going to use uh, numerous times through Amazon because they are notorious for selling knockoffs and not not that they don't care that they try to, but it's an independent seller and they may have uh, the idea that they can get away with selling knockoffs, which is why if you buy anything that's a road brand, and you buy it from Amazon, if it breaks or malfunctions, they're not going to replace it or try and fix it for you because Amazon is not an authorized dealer. Now, with that being said, Sweetwater Sound, they're just awesome. As soon as I placed the order within that same day, you know, probably within the next eight hours, I got a phone call from an, uh, you know, from a representative. And I've talked about this before, but uh, this representative called me. I want, to, I want to say his name was Derek. I can't remember, but I feel like he's like assigned to me. I feel like he calls me constantly. Every time I order anything or, or have an inquiry about something, I feel like he calls me right away. But he called me and we talked and he just wanted to make sure that I found everything okay and that I was happy with my purchase and all the good things. And then as, after the, the machine showed up, when my package arrived, I then got a phone call afterwards asking me, you know, did the package come in okay? What was the condition of the, the contents? And everything was great. So, of course, you know, and again, like I said, that just goes a long way with me. Customer service is huge with me, so it goes a long, long way. And I respect that tremendously. And, yeah, I, I will most likely be using them for in the future for, you know, any purchases that I might make. Um. Of course, they give you the little bag with candy in it, which I don't eat. I give it to my my uh, my girlfriend and her daughter and my daughter, anybody else that wants it. I, I definitely don't eat it. But so I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Sweetwater Sound and uh, for being so cool. And I think if you if you got to buy something, it's the, it's the right way to go. They're fast. They're efficient. It was shipped on time. Again, just just. All around, just good, good company to work with. Now, uh, again, I am not affiliated with them whatsoever, but if they ever want to, I probably will do an ad for them. So in the future, Sweetwater, hit me up. <laughs> 
But that is kind of where I'm at right now. I, I'm rebuilding my the electronics in my studio. Um, had to get a new camera switcher. I opted not to get a new ATEM Mini. I thought I would try a different brand. It's an RGB link. And I have to tell you, not as good. It's just not as good. Now, it may be the way the way I had the uh, the unit sitting. I believe I can... It's got a, a spot where I can actually hook it onto a, a stand and like screw it onto a stand or what have you. And I can have it kind of hanging in the air, which I feel like would uh, help it not to overheat. But this thing gets really hot, really fast. And during our live stream uh, two days ago, not live stream, sorry, but the, the video podcast that I did for this client, it got so hot that right in about right about 30 minutes in the video, the picture froze for like a good 10 seconds, maybe maybe five. I was freaking out. So it felt like an hour to me, but it was probably might have been more like five seconds. But I picked it up and I ha- I let some air get underneath it. It's got some like vents underneath on the bottom, which is a weird place for the vents. But at any rate. And it started going again. So, and we didn't have any issues after that, but it was still super hot, like hot to the touch. Like you can't keep your hand on it. That's how hot it was. So I don't recommend, I believe it was $175, uh, give or take with tax and all those good things. And the road, the not road, but the, um, ATEM mini, it was probably about 200 between 200 and $250. So, I mean, I saved myself a little bit of money, but I'm going to have to pack this thing up and send it back and now use it, use the money that I get back to buy an ATEM Mini, um, you know, to use in the future. Because honestly, so uh, to this point, I might actually try a different uh, type that there was, all, there was like two other types, but I feel like they're all going to be similar. Now, the Rogue, why do I keep wanting to say the Rodecaster? But the ATEM Mini Pro, it, it does get hot, but the vents are on the sides, not the bottom. And so you can actually get airflow into it. And if you pick it up and put it up, like elevate it just a little bit, it's, it doesn't get so hot that you can't keep your hand on it. So with that being said, you know, maybe the, the, they need to work on the fans on the RGB link, what have you. Um, but I, we'll see how that goes. I'm going to try a different brand. I'm, I'm definitely going to pack this thing up and send it back to Amazon. And we're, you know, I'll just have to keep trying until I find something I like. But until then, I've got my lighting. I've got my microphones. I've got the audio gear all set up. Uh, I am running. Uh, no, I'm not using the um, the Lumix G7s anymore. I'm I'm using the my R5 and an R Canon RP. Now, using the Canon RP is difficult because getting it to have a, a true, clean HDMI out is very, very difficult. You have There's a lot of settings you have to change and turn off. And no matter what you do, about 30 minutes in, you're going to have to go over and tap the... Just give a half press to the uh, shutter button because it will shut off. And when it does, that that video will go black. And you won't be able to see anything. But just a heads up, if you are using the Canon RP, uh, 
I can show you which settings, uh, maybe I'll do a video about it, which settings I changed. I honestly was fumbling around with it for so long, I almost forgot which settings it was that I changed. But at any rate, so I look forward to less of these and more of the in-studio podcasts that, that are going to sound so much better. I've got ideas lined up, my, my, my whiteboard that I have filled out with bullet points or, or bullet points for ideas for podcasts. It's just full because I keep every day adding to it. Instead of doing one of these every day, I just go home and write it down and I'm going to start making some really good content for you guys. I say it'll be good for me. I'm going to like it. <laughs> you can do whatever you want, but, uh, or if you like it or if you don't, it doesn't really matter to me, but it does matter a little bit. I do appreciate that when you go into Apple podcasts and you write a review or you leave a, a rating, it does throw my podcast into a different uh, category. And I, I start getting more people. It, it, it opens it up to where more people can have access to it and, and they can see it. Basically it puts my podcast in front of people that might not have otherwise seen it or heard it. So I would really appreciate for that reason. And that reason alone to if you could go in and leave a comment or uh, on Apple Podcasts and a rating. I prefer fives, but hey, if you don't agree with that, then that's perfectly fine. I'll take any ratings that you give. Uh, Spotify as well. I believe you can just leave ratings there. So with that being said, I love you guys and I really appreciate y'all sitting down and listening to my whatever this is, my ramblings. But I just wanted to tell you about the Rodecaster Pro, just my first impressions of it. Uh, the Rodecaster Pro 2, sorry. Uh, my first impressions are, are very positive ones and, you know, very few more pros than cons at this point. But as time progresses, I'll be able to give you more of detailed uh, review about this thing. So, all right, I'm out of here. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.